listen, you know, procrastination is in the way. This is not new information, but we don't really think about the long-term effects. What if you could look into a crystal ball and see that something you were procrastinating on was the thing that changed everything? What if you've been sitting around waiting for something to happen, but it couldn't happen because you were stalling, you were procrastinating. And we talk on my podcast about the reasons why people procrastinate. So we know that that's a thing, but we just think about it in the short term moments. We don't really think about it long term because it's easy to ignore that. If it's not right in front of you, you could just pretend it's not there, right? But what if that project, you know, you haven't started is the small starter of the domino effect that creates everything else that you're looking for. You're stalling, you're waiting, and you're you're wanting something to happen. You're wanting your life to change. You're wanting to make more money, have a better relationship, be successful, have better habits. And what if the thing that you're stalling on is the one thing that starts everything else? It creates a ripple effect. You know, I say this a lot to my clients. Sometimes everything we want is behind door number four, but we have to open door number one first and then door number two and then door number three. And and so this thing you're procrastinating on could be door number one, but it leads to everything that you're looking for, which is behind door number four. If you have ADHD, this is your calling card, procrastination. This is what you lean on. You know that it's a thing. You know procrastination is a thing for you, but how much are you latching on to this identity that this is just how you are? What if you, if you let go of that identity, who would you be? Like, what would you be able to blame? Nothing. I've talked about this on, on the podcast before about identifying with something. I talked about how when I used to have an eating disorder, I when I was healing from it, I realized that I was identifying with the eating disorder so much that the idea of not having an eating disorder made me feel like, who am I? I thought about food all the time. So if I didn't have an eating disorder, I feel like I was losing a part of me, even though like, why would I want to continue to have an eating disorder? Right. And so this is just something to think about with your procrastination and your ADHD. This isn't to say that your ADHD isn't a thing. You know, we do not do that on this page, but I am your tough love coach and I'm here to have honest conversations with you. So what would you do if you unidentified with your procrastination? I'm not saying it would go away, but what would you possibly do that you aren't doing because you have consciously or unconsciously accepted that you are the way you are? Let's get into it. What is good, my people? Welcome to Tough Love Talks with Alexis, where we say fuck fear. We stop sending invites to our pity party and get confident and clear on exactly what we want. If you want motivation and guidance on better habits, real consistency, failing forward, showing up exactly as you are, and the inspiration to make it happen, you are in the right place. No matter what phase of life you're in, I'm here to inspire you to make more money, less excuses, and say yes to everything. I'm your performance coach and what my friends like to call the queen of helping you get your shit together. This is a place for less information and more about getting a fire lit under your ass to take action and stop settling for good and go for great. I'm here to serve up some tough love. So get your big girl panties on because we're jumping in. Happy Monday. 
Are you ready for some tough love? I'm excited to share with you. I had a long weekend. I'm a little tired going out, doing the damn thing, but it kills me sometimes. <laughs> and I'm I'm on the struggle bus. So we're just we're just doing it and we're making it happen because we commit to things and we follow through, you know? So I'm just going to get into this, this podcast. So this is part two of a four part series, um, about, you know, the ADHD high achiever reality check. Um, this episode is really about like procrastination and, and productivity. And again, talked about this a ton on my page. Procrastination is like one of the things I help people with most. Um, so we've talked about it plenty of times on this podcast, but let's talk about the ripple effect that it has on your future self. This is just going to be a little bit of a kick in the pants type of episode. So let's get into it. Your future self is begging you to show up for her or him. Your future self needs you to suck it up so she doesn't have to go through more pain. But if you don't, you'll extend all the work and all the pain. So much of what we are doing is because we literally have a kink. And if you follow me on social media, you know, I've been reading a book called Existential Kink. Highly recommend it. Absolutely incredible. And so I had already had this episode planned a while ago, but reading that, reading that book wanted me to uh, shift the perspective of this, this specific episode a little bit. So we, uh, you know, so much of what we're doing is because we literally have a kink a kink that keeps us in the pain of suffering because it's what we are used to. We literally have a kink for suffering. And you might be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Alexis? I don't have a kink for suffering. You think I want to fucking suffer? But read the book and it'll make more sense. Because I, I posted about this and somebody commented on my Instagram story. It went a little bit viral, not anything crazy, um, but viral for me, I should say. And uh, somebody was like, what do you mean? I like suffering, not me. But, and I want to read exactly the response that I had to this comment. Okay. So the person said, I don't know who enjoys being broke, but no, I captain, not I. And so what I said was you might be surprised if you read the book, it's less about enjoying being broke and enjoying what being broke technically gives you. For example, someone might be staying broke or without money because they unconsciously enjoy the struggle. If they're always struggling, then it means they always have something to complain about, which means people can feel bad for them or give them pity. Or it means that they can play the victim and they don't have to do anything to change it. And they can just you know, stay where they are essentially. Or even that people can come and save them and they like the feeling of being saved or being taken care of. And if they have money, then they won't be able to enjoy being taken care of. It doesn't mean that you technically like not having money, but it's what not having money gives you. And so I want you to think about that when it comes to your um, like procrastination. Could you be procrastinating because you have a little bit of a kink for suffering? Because, you know, if you, it's kind of like a little bit of a fear of success. Like if you never start, then you never have to possibly succeed and then things have to change. And so when we think about like what we're struggling with and, and like the, the, I don't want to say laziness, but like the stalling, the procrastination, we're not getting what we want continuously. If you're not showing up for yourself, you're not getting what you want. Right. And so that means that we get to still struggle. And so that means that we love having pity on us. Even if we say we don't, a lot of people say, you know, Oh, I don't want anybody to pity me. But like, if you continue to not show up for yourself and you keep not making money and not having success and not having the relationship you want, not having the health that you want, you know, essentially 
it may be not, it's not actually happening, but the, the, the theory is that, you know, people can feel bad for you. We love people helping us when we struggle, even if we say that we don't. We love being a martyr, but hiding behind it because if we didn't, we would change. So how are you going to stop fucking over your future self? This is just a little bit of a reality check when it comes to this. This is what this whole series is about. And so whether you have ADHD or not, if you just notice that you're procrastinating, how can you first unidentify with this idea that like, you're just always going to be this way again? We know that you have ADHD. Your brain is different, not broken. And so that's just going to be the case. But there are things that we can control and things that we can't. And if we work on what's causing us to procrastinate and and use some of the tools and practice for more than a week, you'll realize that there are actually a bunch of amazing things that you can do if you give yourself a chance. So I want to share some uh, last things with this. Again, this is kind of just like a tough love pep talk episode, so it's going to keep be short and sweet, but I want to share some reasons on why you might be procrastinating. And we know as I talk about a lot on this podcast, my six reasons, um, fear of failure, fear of success, caring about what people think, perfectionism, all or nothing thinking, and needing to know all the answers before we start. It's kind of like the imposter syndrome type of thing. So we need to work on those, obviously, and that's going to have a huge ripple effect in general. So that's first and foremost. But next is going to be your habits. How you do your day-to-day is going to make it easier or not easier. In Atomic Habits, which I know most of you probably read by now, he talks about you're always voting to be a certain kind of person when you do things. So if every single time you go to do something, you procrastinate, every time you go to work on a project, you procrastinate, then that is just voting to be that kind of person. Again, you may be have a propendency to procrastinate if you have ADHD. We know that that's a thing. There's reasons why. But you can work to change that behavior if you put more votes in the category that you are just a different kind of person. It's like uh, I'm instead of trying being a person that's trying not to smoke, it's saying I'm no longer a smoker. It's like the, instead of saying that you're you're trying to stop procrastinating, you want to say I'm no longer a procrastinator. There's a there's a different energy to it, and so how your habits are is just what you're used to. So we need to know that your brain is going to just be the way it is, but How can you shift your habits? Can you give yourself more of a try versus, you know, you do it for a week and you get frustrated because ADHD does make it harder. That's just the truth. But then you just give up. I know it's so frustrating and so hard when it feels like your ADHD just has so much control over you, but you have more control than you like to admit. So we want to work on all of those things surrounding that. Another thing is structure. If you don't have any structure, it's going to be easier to procrastinate. So where are you missing that? Are you avoiding not structuring because it's your kink to stay in pain and suffering? And so we know that our brain works differently. We know we have a a propensity to procrastinate, but are we making it harder on ourselves by not having any structure? Because it's much easier to procrastinate if you don't have any structure, for example, if you are trying to get into a workout routine, but you don't have one, you setting yourself up for failure by 
not knowing when you're going to work out, what you're going to do, having your stuff ready, um, how long you're going to work out, where are you working out, all of those things can make it easier to not work out, right? But if you have the exact workout you're going to do, you know, when you're going to work out, what day, what time, how long, um, all those details, maybe you have a playlist ready, maybe you have your outfit ready, like doesn't mean that you're necessarily automatically going to get it done because of that, but you give yourself a higher chance. So how can you give yourself a higher chance to get these things done to avoid procrastination. Structure is going to be where that comes in. And this is a reminder in case you haven't seen, I relaunched my Tough Love Collective. Um, I've had it for over a year now and I've worked with entrepreneurs um, for a while and I've, I've still always done life coaching. I, I do consider myself a life coach that helps with business, not a business coach that helps with life. And what I realized the other day is I, and this is just like, just total honesty. I posted on my story and I said, um, how many people, you know, that follow me, you know, are looking at my story, have a business. 75% of you said you don't have a business. So I was like, shit, I know I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, but I realized that there's a bigger group of you that needs the support. And since I've always done life coaching, but I help with like habits and discipline and structure and consistency and accountability, I realized that that's what I wanted to make my collective about, which it's always been that way, but now it's going to be a little bit more focused around that. So it's, and it was always open to everybody, but, and I'm still going to work with entrepreneurs, but I'm just shifting it a little bit to be more accessible. Just what my friend, when I was talking to her about this idea and I, I decided, or she told me it, but, um, I decided I want to call myself the queen of helping you get your shit together, which I really liked. So regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or not, we're going to help you get your shit together. There's a lot of accountability in this. We're going to help you with structure. Um, you know, if you're unfamiliar with my collective, there's two calls a month. So there's one training, depending on what the theme of the month is. This month's theme is giving up, giving up the good to go to make room for great. And so anything that I, um, you know, post in our group, talk about the group chat, you know, it doesn't mean we don't talk about other things, but that's, that's the focus. So there's one training call at the beginning of the month. And then at the end of the month, there is a live coaching, like hot seat coaching type of call. So you can hop on there. And even if you're not a one-on-one -on -one client, you're still going to be able to ask questions as if, you know, we were having a one-on-one -on -one session, which is really nice. So we have that then three times a week. Again, if you follow my social media, I typically do a focus hour every Tuesday, which I removed. I just hopped on Instagram live and worked for an hour. I just played music, we don't talk, we just get shit done. So I decided to make that a part of my collective and I'm doing it three times a week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, I'm hopping on Zoom and um, doing a little accountability session. So if you're in the collective, you get to have three hours in the week. Of course, hopefully you can hop on, um, but you get three hours in the week where you can get shit done. If you need to read, if you need to work, if you need to work out, whatever you need accountability on. That's added. Um, we have a group chat for support. There's also a private group. Um, it's on Kajabi, which is just where I host my website. It kind of looks like Facebook, but it's just through Kajabi. Um, and you get access to my curriculum. It's a like 46 plus videos, kind of just like an uh, all encompassing course for everything that I talk about on my on my social media and like who I help. So there's business basics, there's habits basics, mindset basics, all of those fun things. So 
I recently relaunched it um, this past week and it's uh, doors are open for about another two to three weeks. Um, and then I close it and then just, you know, if, if people can join outside of that window, um, but I just recommend people getting in now. Um, that way you can be a part of like the new class that's joining. I think we've had like almost 10 people join in the past week, which is really fucking rad. And you can join month to month. So you can buy the year if you want, or you can just do month to month. Um, the month to month gives you a good opportunity. And what I have a lot of people do is people who are interested in working with me one-on-one, but kind of want to get a little feel for my coaching, maybe don't, aren't ready to like make the investment just yet and want to still be a part of the fam. Essentially, it's a great way to, to do that. And you can just join month to month. So you can join for a month and then see how you like it. You can stay longer, totally up to you. So just know that that's there. There's a, a link in the show notes for, um, just some more details if you want to check it out. And if you have any questions about the collective, please let me know. But last thing with the, why you might be procrastinating. Um, the thing is, is that you might refuse to fix what you know needs fixing. It's kind of what I talked about with like the structure. If you don't have structure, you get to continue to have pain and suffering and then nothing happens. Right? So if you have ADHD, you just have to control the controllable, put, put it on the shelf that your ADHD affects your brain is just different. We get it, but there are things that you can control. So this is your TLAT of the week. What can you control that is controllable? I'd love to know. So I'm sending you mad love, XOXO, your top love coach. Thank you so much for being a part of this little community that I am so passionate about growing. If you vibe with what we were doing here over on the Tough Love Coach podcast, I'd love to invite you to join us in the TLC, which is my Tough Love Collective. The goal of my process, my business, my Instagram, and my podcast is to help people with accountability, routines, habits, consistency, discipline, and showing up without fear and full authenticity. So with my Tough Love Collective, I wanted to create an environment for those who want accountability to help them take action on their goals, create unwavering consistency and high respected levels of discipline. It's less about more information and more about the accountability to increase task initiation and self-motivation to take that action. We have two calls a month, one training and live coaching, an ongoing Instagram group chat for support. And we even have three weekly focus hours on Zoom where you can body double with me to get accountability on whatever you need to get done, whether that's working out, working, reading, running your business, whatever it is, but I'm here to hold space for you. You already know what to do. You have so much information to get there. Why don't you join a community built to help hold you accountable to actually implement it all? Check the show notes to learn how to be a part of the family. Lastly, here's your reminder to give the podcast a five-star review on Spotify or even better, a written review on Apple Podcasts. As I'm sure you've heard, it helps out the pod so much and I appreciate it more than you know. I love you so much. Sending all my love. Peace out.